up, everybody? It's your Draft Queens, Kate and Michelle. Hi, Michelle. Howdy, duty on a Hi, Monday. Kate. We back for the huddle. We back Kids. out here. <laughs> Yahoo! This feels different and exciting, but I know we already did a uh, we did an episode last week. But happy Monday! We are back on the grid post football season to talk about the huddle. How you feeling? I- I feel really good. I miss the huddle. Our time off was nice. I'm glad we're back in the swing of things. And like, this is helpful for my post football depression because I still love other sports. I don't follow them as religiously as I follow football. So the huddle forces me to do that. Mm. And of course, because we are football aficionados, you know there's always going to be some football headlines in here for us to discuss. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Lots of football things to discuss. But we have a lot of sports to get to and get through because, True. like we said on Wednesday, Women's History Month. Um, it's also March Madness coming up. It's also True. it's all sorts of stuff. There's a lot of golf happening. Maybe the MLB will come up. We're going to get to all of it. But it's a really good time of year to kick back starting with the huddle and uh, get back into all of our sports headlines. Hell yeah. I really have this episode chock full of headlines. I know that we only put 60 seconds on the clock to see how many we can get through. I'm definitely challenging us uh, today with a lot of headlines. Okay, so, um, yeah, and also it makes sense that we have a lot of headlines because we've been offline with the huddle for like two weeks, so yeah. we have more to talk about. But how many, how many headlines did you come up with? Uh, we've got a hefty 14 in here. Uh, Four, just so people know, usually we try to do 10 and get through them in the 60 seconds. If you listen frequently, you know that we're getting better at that. I have a very strong feeling we won't be able to get through all 14 of them in 60 seconds, but also Kate and I just love to talk, so you're going to get the full scoop anyway. Yeah, I think, uh, first of all, we can do it. We got this. <laughs> We've been doing this show for like four years, so we can figure this out. But yeah, 14 headlines, that's a, that's a lot of headlines in 60 seconds. Well, well yeah. Well, Kate, get that that handy dandy timer ready and let's see what kind of damage we could do here. Okay, is it worth um, is it worth uh, talking about the rules, if you will, the rules for I think we talked. I think we just talked through the rules five times. We did about 60 seconds on the clock. And 10 headlines. Yeah, we did talk about that, didn't (laughs) we? I think think that was the whole conversation we just had. Okay, well, (laughs) my amnesia (laughs) is. I'm rusty. Okay. I'm rusty. Welcome back. <laughs> okay. We are in it and I've got 60 seconds pulled up on my handy dandy iPhone. So, Excellent. um, when I count you down from three, let's go ahead and get into that first headline. Michelle, you ready? I'm ready. All right. In three, two, one huddle. Goodbye opening day. The MLB cancels the first two regular season series after the MLBPA rejects the league's final proposal. Alternatively, preparations for the 2022 NFL draft kicked off in high gear last week with more than 300 of the top prospects in Indianapolis for their annual NFL scouting combine. The Washington Commanders are canvassing the NFL to find a starting QB, says GM Martin Mayhew. Derek Jeter is stepping down as the CEO and a shareholder of the Miami Marlins. The New York Mets hire Elizabeth Benn as the director of Major League Operations. Bryson DeChambeau withdraws from the Arnold Palmer Invitational with a hand injury. Jackie Robinson's 1947 debut ticket stub sells for a record $480,000. Also, Michael Jordan's 1984 debut ticket fetches $468,000. Tiger Woods wins the PGA Tour's inaugural Player Impact Program. Chelsea owner, that's 
soccer. Roman Abramovich confirms the club is up for sale, and we are out of time at 10 headlines. We did get through our 10 token headlines, that's for sure, but... And we didn't do any stumbles, so I'm actually kind of proud of us. I thought that um, was, like, a little bit flawless. I am not going to lie. I thought that was pretty pretty good. Okay, well, we won't, like, bury the lead here. There's more of there's more headlines, but I think before we get into a couple of those other ones, like, there's some... Okay, I'm sorry that I had to put the MLB canceling opening day as the first one and start this really depressingly, but no, it, no, is, no, no, it no. is the most depressing... Or it, is the, it is very depressing, but it is also, like, the most current sports news that's happening and it sucks no we have to no unfortunately we have to talk about it i'm really bummed about again i cannot figure out why the mlb players association and the mlb cannot get it together many seasons in a row how many times have we talked about this headline over the last two to three years how many times I'm just, I'm so, I'm so sad about this. I was reading like a whole bunch of um, like tweets and things that the players were putting out, you know, because the players are obviously frustrated, pissed, sad, etc. Yeah. It's like all those things, you know, and some of the guys are like, you know, I saw some that are like, well, I guess I'll be a barista now. And, you know, then there's other guys that are like, we're just not going to like back down. It's just, it's just shitty. It's, it's like, we kind of talk, all, we always talk about the sports side of sports, not the business side so much. And like, it, this is just a reminder that it is a business. It's not simply here for our entertainment and for these guys to play. Like, it's a business, and that's, you know, that's what's the issue right now. Yeah, so what I think we know is that usually it's a 163-game season for the MLB. So clearly, if the first two regular season games are canceled. I don't know if that means it's 161 games and they keep counting down until they come to an agreement. But as of today... We have still not reached an agreement for the MLB to be up and running, at least for opening day. So that's a real bummer. Real bummer. Yeah, this one is going to be one that we're going to be keeping an eye on over the next couple of weeks and uh, days and weeks and in hopes that, you know, they reach some sort of uh, uh, terms where they can, you know, put these uh, these dates on. Normally, we would start to be getting excited about, you know, pitchers and catchers reporting for spring training, but we can't get that excited until these guys reach an agreement. Another one that I thought was also very much a bummer and also having to do with baseball, and I had not seen this headline until you wrote it, that Derek Jeter is no longer the CEO, nor is he any longer a shareholder in the Miami Marlins. Yeah, I mean, I think, why why are you sad? I mean, people move on. I just feel like I'm not ready for Derek Jeter to move on from baseball. You know what I'm well, saying? So, I mean, I, I get it. I get what you're saying. I think, like, he feels like he, he's done his job. I feel like, you know, he, he wanted to change the, the, the vision and, and the franchise, and he feels like he did that. And so he's ready to, you know, move on. I, I have read and seen some rumors that, like, Maybe ESPN wants to hire him. Like, I don't, it doesn't mean that he's, like, gone forever from baseball. You know what I mean? If, if anything, yeah. I feel like if someone like ESPN hires him, you'll see a lot more of him. It's not like you really saw him a lot, like, behind the desk for the Miami Marlins. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I've been reading similar rumors, and I guess this headline just broke, like, late last week. So this is new news, and we don't really know. Um, but I have heard that 
People are wanting him to be the next MLB commissioner. Maybe he can sort out some of these MLB slash MLBPA conversations. If anyone can do it and be a peacemaker, it's Derek fucking Jeter, ladies it's and gentlemen. Our, it's our number two, Derek Jeter. We, That's right. I just like to, I just love to see his name brought back up. I um, do. I do too. So, so these ones are like obviously semi sports related, but like also just staggering and crazy to me. When I read about these ticket stubs that were selling for all this money. First of all, these are almost half a million dollars. Half a million dollars for each of these ticket stubs. And mind you, it's a ticket stub. Yeah. It is a piece of paper. Well, well, you're talking about you were talking about a piece of paper, but to remind everyone, Jackie Robinson's first game piece of paper in 1947 and know, Michael like, Jordan's first piece of paper <sighs> ticket from 1984. Okay, but here's the thing. Like, yes. what I would really like to know what sort of condition these cards are in. Hmm. Okay, they- now I'm looking it up. It, I mean, whoever whoever did it took very very good care of it. And well, no, the Bulls one, the Michael Jordan one, is not in very good condition. Surprisingly enough, the older one from 1947 really? looks like it's in better condition than the one from the <gasps> 80s. Oh, that's amazing. Huh. I mean, well, I mean, people are just gluttons for this collectible shit. Like, it's cool, and I get it, but, like, what are you going to do with that? $500,000? What you doing with that? The only thing I can think of to come to the defense of whoever has purchased a half a million dollars worth of a piece of paper ticket stub from, I mean, albeit very, very, very cool. Yes. But the only thing I can think of to come to their defense is uh, people are buying, like, NFTs, and we've tried to talk about this on the show before. <laughs> I still don't fucking get it. I do not understand. But they pay the same amount, if not more, than I would if I were given the choice. I would definitely buy a Jackie Robinson 1947 ticket stub rather than an NFT. I agree. That's all I, I think, can think of. <laughs> I think like where my head is at is I just thought we we collectively like society. I thought we were in like more of a a less is more time, you know, where people didn't collect stuff as much like when I was a kid, we did collect baseball cards and looking back on it, I'm like, why the fuck did I have all that stuff? I had pogs. I had the stupidest shit. Like, why did I have it? I don't know. Yeah. Cause it was cool at the time. Beanie so I babies, understand- Pokemon right. cards, like, baseball I understand cards. the trend of it, but I just thought collectively society was a little less on the like collecting things and like so much more is like digital. So I guess that's why the NFT, but I don't know. I just, I feel like maybe times are a change in like, I'd rather spend $500,000 on a hell of a lot of other activities and, and travel or like, I'd rather go experience something than like have something, go whether it's, game. whether go to, it's, yeah, go to a Cubs game, go to a, right. go to a Dodgers game, go to I'm a, more of, yeah. Yeah. I guess I'm just more of an experiences person than I am like a, a collectible the only thing I think I collect other than sneakers is... Yeah, what do you collect? I want to know I th- what you collect. I collect sneakers, but again, it's a collection and I wear them. It's not like I just buy them and look at them. Some, some of these things you collect and you don't, you don't do anything with them. You just collect them. They just sit yeah. there. So you wouldn't like buy a... I always think about people who buy art. No disrespect, but it's like a painting. It's a painting. The only, the thing there is like you can hang it up in your house and it does give your like house a little bit of a vibe. So like, 
if you're, but that's, I guess, not a collection. That's more just like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just envisioning someone sitting in their, like, in-home mansion in the cigar <laughs> bar. And it's probably Aaron Rodgers. God bless his fucking soul. <laughs> he's probably sitting in his, like, little whiskey dungeon, and he's having a cigar, and he's l- staring at his stupid... Oh my Michael God. Jordan 1984 well, ticket stub she, that he paid 468 grand for. She is on one. Anyway, we have totally Am gone I wrong, off the rails. Though? Am you're I pro- wrong? You're probably not wrong. You know, I'm ha- I guess I'm happy for the people that purchased these and added it to their collection. I would like their names and phone numbers and email addresses because <laughs> I could use $480,000. I'm sure I could find something that you'd like. Yeah, probably sponsoring this show. Maybe they'd like that. <laughs> You can read in yeah. the show after whoever sponsors it. Oh, you can have Draft Queens. Man. Any, anyway. No, no one could ever buy Draft Queens. It's too bad. We ain't for sale up in no, here. No, we ain't for sale. We but ain't name your for price. Sale. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Anyway, switching gears a bit here. Uh, so last week, um, the NFL Combine kicked off in Indy. Oh, uh, yeah. I, th- I thought it was crazy. Like, when you look at the numbers, I mean, again, every year I follow a little bit more and learn a little bit more about, you know, football and getting into the nitty gritty of it. And of course I know the combine. I know that they, you know, they're passing, they're throwing, they're running, they're, they're doing all that stuff. They're, you know, they got all the scouts there. It's, it's a lot of these kids, you know, first, uh, you know, time in front of big league, um, scouts and it's not in a necessarily in a game situation. It's really like, how fast are you? How strong are you? How far Mm -hmm. can you throw the ball? So, I've always known about the combine, but in my mind, when I read this headline that it's over 300 top prospects, I don't think I understood the scale at which this happens. Like that's a ton of people competing for what? How many spots? I mean, I can't give you that number, but I don't know. But, but I'm just like that's what I'm saying. Not 300. Though. Not. It's just that's crazy though. I didn't. I didn't realize the scope of the combine um, until I read that headline. Like, I just mm-hmm. didn't know there were that many. I mean, they do press, they do interviews, they do pass, pun, kick, they, you know, they do everything, but like 300, yeah. you know, plus prospects out there, you know, trying to prove their worth. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, this what this immediately reminded me of, too, and it's funny because this also, I mean, the Combine happened last week, and... Uh, and one of the other headlines that you had put in here is around how the Washington, now known as, now the the artist oh, formerly the, known as the, the Washington football team, formerly the known com- as the Washington Redskins, now known as the Washington Commanders. I will reserve, as usual, my feeling <laughs> on that. Um, but they are looking to find a starting quarterback. And I'm very curious if we're coming off of the combine and we're moving into the draft who is going to take Malik Willis, who is proposed to be one of the most interesting prospects of the 2022 NFL draft? Um, who's going to take Malik Willis? Will it be the Washington Commanders? Will it be um, the Pittsburgh Steelers? People have been talking about Ben Roethlisberger kind of, you know, yeah. retiring. Who steps in? It's not going to be Mason Rudolph. I am interested. This is going to be a really good combine and draft. Yeah, it it is. And there we've talked about this before. There's going to be some very interesting off-season moves this year, whether it's trades, whether it's 
um, drafts, etc. So there's a, there's a lot to get into, and the you know the combine is is only the beginning. I mean, I'm reading so many different you know thoughts and things. That I, I keep reading about like Saquon, and everyone's like Saquon's not safe. So like, who are the Giants gonna take? Like, I, I mean, maybe it's just because we're like nerds partially but like you know there's there's gonna be a lot of very very interesting offseason moves this year I thought it was crazy last year but it's gonna be even crazier this year yeah I think it is too um well luckily we will have lots to talk about in the next couple months around the combine and the draft so don't worry do not spare any expense we will have more headlines around that we definitely will. So, Kate, there's a couple of golf headlines on here. I figured you might want to touch on that. You love talking about Bryson DeChambeau. So, like, are you, you know, are, what's up with his hand? Are you sending him well wishes and flowers or, like, what? I mean, it's it's like you read my goddamn mind as normal. <laughs> as normal. Uh, I, I actually, I was watching golf this, not this past weekend, but the previous weekend. Uh, and there was some sort of a tournament in Florida. And I was wondering about... What the heck is going on with Bryson DeChambeau? Because he did not show up to that tournament, which I thought was wild. Ah. Um, so apparently he's nursing some sort of a hand injury. And uh, he's been withdrawing from not just the Arnold Palmer Invitational, but all sorts of different tournaments. Um, I think our guy just needs a minute to recover. Well, I mean, the Masters is coming up over, you know, the uh, the summer months. So maybe he's just, you know, making sure that he's in top shape for the, the ones that really matter. It's actually probably a really good thesis because another one of our headlines today was around tiger woods and he won the pga tours inaugural player impact program yeah um, it's probably because he's doing anything but playing golf uh <laughs> he's playing golf with his 13 to 15 year old son something around there <laughs> he is nursing his horrific car crash injury yeah. he is doing uh player impact type things but he is not playing golf so if ever there is a time to nurse your hand injury and try and get ready for the masters to beat everyone else without tiger woods now is a really good time to win your green jacket well hopefully bryson's hand gets better soon um a couple of headlines that we didn't get to but i did think that they were worth uh reading here um, you know I'm a sucker for a good tennis headline. I thought it was uh, very cool that Daniel Medvedev overtook Novak Djokovic for the number one ranking in the ATP rankings. Um, he's been on a tear as of late, Medvedev. Mm-hmm. He's definitely lost some heartbreakers. I believe he lost in the finals of the Australian Open to Rafa Nadal, but it was an incredible, incredible five-set match. As we all know, Novak Djokovic did not make the trip to Australia. So it just goes to show, like, as much as these guys want to win each of the individual um, uh, events and Grand Slams that they play in, like, everything you play in, every tournament, every finish, every whatever, you know, goes into your rankings. And so yeah. I think that was a big blow to, you know, Novak in losing that uh, that number one ranking. Yeah, that is – it is shocking because I know that – you are the tennis to my golf. And so (laughs) I know very little about tennis, but what I do know, I know from you. And we have talked about Novak Djokovic um, for good, bad, and otherwise over the last 12 months. Yeah. Um, He's been authoritative in the sport. He's been kind of, you know, tough as it comes to cultural climate, but that is shocking that he's been overtaken. Huh. It's cool. It's cool though, because I feel like in the last, I don't know, it's probably it's more than five years. I'll I'll probably even say ten years. Like the the guys that are always at the top are Novak, Rafa, and and Roger. So I I actually am 
I don't really know. I'm sure I could look it up, but I don't know like when the last time one of those guys wasn't number one. So hats off to Daniel mm-hmm. Medvedev. That's mm-hmm. that's pretty incredible right there. Um, another one that we didn't get to that is sort of the elephant in the room because we don't usually talk about politics or world news, but obviously what's going on in Russia right now and Ukraine is extremely sad and angering. That's not a word, but you, you know where I'm headed there. So uh, unfortunately, a very sad state in, uh, in the world there. And so as it relates to that, and I'm sure we're going to see a lot more of, of he- headlines similar to this is um, FIFA is going to be suspending Russia and ejecting them from World Cup qualifying, you know, from the soccer world. So I think there'll be more of these dominoes to fall. I've definitely seen a lot of athletes uh, from around the world, Russia and Ukraine included, you know, speaking out most, you know, against this and figuring out ways that they can donate their winnings to Ukraine or, you know, things of that nature. So, you know, with every negative, there's you you try to find some of the positive positive in it. But I think, you know, this FIFA suspending Russia is just going to be one of many dominoes that's going to fall as it relates to this. I think so too. I mean, there's a lot to unpack at some point and maybe it's on this show and maybe it's in the world, but there's a lot to unpack about Russian sports and what the hell is going on. I mean, I know that we were kind of off for the moments around, um, the Winter Olympics and yeah. the uh, Russian figure skater who is given serious oh, yeah. heat, serious yeah. heat about uh, performance enhancing drugs and yep. how that stacks up to other harsh penalties from Olympic committees like uh, Shikari Richardson, who was not allowed to compete in the Summer Olympics for a very similar, if not the same sort of uh, preferential yeah. or non-preferential treatment, obviously, for the same yeah. sort of thing. So... Um, between that and this headline of FIFA s- suspending Russia from the World Cup, um, it's it's been a trend. It will continue to be a trend. I am interested in it as a thing, um, but it's sad right now. Like, yeah, considering the cultural climate, it is sad right now. Yeah, it it, it definitely is. I'm sure that uh, you know we'll have some follow ups on that headline as well as other things. I I did also read that the. Russian football union is is going to, you know, try to appeal to have, you know, this suspension overturned. Um, but yeah, I think it's going to be very, it's a very sad, you know, moment in the world that obviously affects way more than just what's going on in, mm-hmm. in sports. And so, well, it does. And we will, we'll be sure to keep an eye on anything having to do with not just, you know, Russian sports, but the World Cup qualification clearly is on the brain so we'll have more on that as we have other huddles week over week um but yeah continue to tune in on mondays and also on wednesdays because we have drafts on drafts michelle and we have the antithesis of all of these heavier topics we've got (laughs) a really exciting wednesday topic do you want to tell the people yeah so you know We talk a lot about, like, what's currently going on, but sometimes it's just fun to unpack random sports things. Just random shit. Yes. And the most random sports thing ever, in my opinion, are sports mascots and why they exist and who they are. And that's what we're going to chat about on Wednesday on Drafts on Drafts because it's fun and entertaining, and that's what we're here for, your entertainment. Just you wait. I have a brain teaser, but I'll I'll let you know on Wednesday and see if you can solve it. Oh boy. Alright. See you then.